Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Trading Talks. And we're here, as you probably guessed, to talk about trading. Shocking, right? We're going to share insights, use technical analysis, value specific assets, and analyze how they react to recent market events. My name is Sam Noor, market analyst at eToro, and I am ready to talk trade. Are you ready? Let's go. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Trader Talks, where today we are focusing on the trading process and why, as day traders, it's important to have one. Please do like, share, subscribe if you find these episodes useful. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube and want to listen to the podcast, and if you're on podcast and you want to watch along on YouTube, the links are in the bio. So what are we going to focus on? Well, of course, the trading process and why it's important. But we're also going to focus on why if you don't have one, it's a massive risk. So picture this and bear with me. You're standing in front of a dartboard. You're blindfolded. Yes, you're probably wondering how you got in this situation. But let's just say you give it a whirl. You're trying to hit a bullseye. You're trying to hit a treble 20, some of the highest scoring options that you have in darts. What are the chances that you get that? Slim to none, right? It's pretty unlikely, even if you're Michael Van Gerwen or Phil the Power Taylor, two of the best darts players of all times, it's pretty unlikely that you're going to get those results. And trading without a process can be just as risky. Trading, as we know, it's a dynamic and ever-changing game. From us as day traders, it requires skill, analysis, and a clear plan of action. Without that process, we're essentially relying on blind luck and throwing darts in the dark. Now, just like that blindfolded dart thrower, without a process, we're really left guessing without any real understanding where we're aiming or why. It's like navigating through a maze with no map, no compass, no sense of direction. It's risky, inefficient, and ultimately it leaves us at the mercy of chance. So today, Let's get into it and focus on why having a trading process is important uh, and how it can be beneficial to us. You probably heard the saying by Benjamin Franklin, or maybe it wasn't. That's up for debate for another time. But by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. One of my favorite quote quotes. And for traders, for investors, it's so important. A trading process refers to a structured and systematic approach that outlines the rules, strategies, and decision-making framework followed by a day trader to execute trades consistently and manage risk effectively. By following a well-defined process, day traders can increase their chance of success in the highly competitive and volatile world of day trading. So why should we have one? Well, it helps with consistency. And remember, as day traders, one thing we, we strive for is to be consistent or consistently profitable 
over the long term, not just one week or a month or half a year. We need to be consistent over time. How do we get that? We follow a plan and it helps us maintain that. Risk management, it helps us control and limit losses. One of the most important things of being a trader, whether that be short, medium or longer term or investor, controlling and limiting those losses is essential. And having a plan helps with that. It might be deciding where your stop losses before you get into a position or deciding how much to risk per trade or deciding how many losing trades you're going to have maximum per week, per month, per year before you stop. It helps with decision making as well, helps us make informed decisions because we've already planned everything. We know how to react. We can be adaptive to adaptive. Is that even a word? Let's go reactive. We can react when we need to based on our process. It might be if a news event is coming out in 15 minutes, I'm going to get out of my trade because I don't know what's going to happen. Or it can be if a correlated market moves, I'm now going to do this because of that. And also, why should you have one? Well, performance evaluation. It helps you know what to improve. Did I follow my plan? How did I feel during the trade? What can I improve? Having this routine and having this process can really help us in our journey to being consistently profitable in the short, medium and longer term. So creating the process, let's just go through it. And remember, it's going to be different person to person. But the main thing we want to take from this is we got to be consistent with it. We got to do what is right for us. Remember, when we get to a point where our trading is consistent, it becomes autonomous. It becomes almost a little bit boring. Yes, making money is not boring, but our process is going to be so repetitive and autonomous that this is what we're striving for. So it might be as a trader, you need to be aware of fundamental analysis or do fundamental analysis before making a decision. You review the news, the trend, what's in focus. And then it might be you make the decision on which direction do I now want to trade. From a technical analysis point of view, and we'll go through these in more detail. We're deciding our entry levels, our stop loss, our profit targets. And then we talk about the management of the trade you know, sticking to our rules. But what are those rules? How do we define those? And then, of course, we review the trade once we're out of it. And then we repeat, rinse and repeat. So we bring in this all together, our fundamental analysis, if we do it, our technical analysis, if we do it, how we manage the trade and how we review. So when it comes to fundamental analysis, the first question to ask ourselves is, well, where do we get this news? Some of you may use Twitter and Twitter is fantastic if you follow the right people. I, for example, would use the Financial Times in the morning. I would use Bloomberg. I would use Reuters. And I'm getting a, an idea for the, the market sentiment. Usually, they're all going to have the same kind of headlines. They're going to be talking about the same thing. You know, what is the recent trend of the news and the market? Are we moving higher? Are we moving lower? Is it a story like the debt ceiling? that is dominating markets? Or is it the bank crisis? Or is it tech stocks or AI? Whatever it might be, I'm really trying to get a feel for what the market is focusing on and the recent trend. I want to think about the recent drivers. Is it inflation? Is it interest rates? In previous years gone by, is it lockdowns? Is it the reopening? I'm really just trying to get this picture to maybe decide on a direction 
for the trades that I want to take. But also I'll zoom out. What is the bigger picture? It might be that the focus right now is on the latest inflation number, but the bigger picture is actually the path and probability of future rate hikes or cuts or pauses. And as a day trader, I need to be aware of what's coming out today, tomorrow, this week. What is the market focusing on? If there's a big data release in two days, the volume leading up to that is likely to be pretty quiet. Oh, after this, what we've said before is you're starting to really build a picture, a direction that you might want to trade. It might be that based off all of this, you believe a certain asset is going to be more bullish than bearish. And then you look technically, you say, okay, well, this is where I potentially want to trade. What levels could there be a reaction? Where would other traders also think this could be a good idea? Where do I want to enter? Where would I want to exit? Also, where am I wrong? Where does the market not agree with me? Does my risk reward make sense? Does it fit my edge, the strategy that I use? How and when will I execute it? Now, some of you may be listening to this and think I have no uh, real, um, real desire to trade with fundamental news. I don't want to trade the data. I don't want to trade headlines. And that's absolutely fine. But we still need to be aware when things could change. If I trade technically, I'm not going to want to be in a trade one, two minutes before the biggest inflation release of the month or 30 seconds before central bank meeting. So I've also got to be aware at least when the market could change fundamentally, regardless if I only want to trade technically. You're building a picture up here. Remember, you're thinking about what the majority of the market is thinking and trying to take advantage of that. So for those technical traders, those are things to consider. But even if you just trade technically, we've got to be aware of the data calendar, the time of the day, when the market could have higher volume, when it could have lower volume, and how that suits your trading style. Now, when we talk about management, we need to think about our rules for managing a trade. What are they? Has anything changed since you got in the trade? And also, are you sticking to your plan? Now, I've got some example rules, which hopefully will help you going forward. And, you know, I, I really have three main rules, but I've written uh, four down here. Or I'm about to say four. So as a day trader, I will stay in the trade unless, number one, there's big data approaching. So it might be I'm in a euro, US dollar trade. It's going well. I've been long all morning. It's not too far away from my target. I might even have booked a little bit of profit. But in 15 minutes time, we've got a big, big piece of data. Let's just call it inflation. I have no idea if it's going to be good or bad, if it's going to miss or uh, beat expectations. And why would I risk that? Because when that data comes out, the chances are that it could spike higher or lower in the build up to the data everyone or the majority of people come out of the market. So it becomes incredibly illiquid. Therefore, it doesn't take too much to move the market. I could even get stopped out before the announcement comes. So ahead of big data releases, as a, data, as a day trader, I just take the trade off and review that later on. Was it the right thing to do? Yes, absolutely, regardless of what happened. The number two on my list is that the fundamentals have changed because of a new headline. Let's just say I'm in a euro US dollar trade. It's going well. As I said, 
Uh, I maybe hit my first target, but then a headline comes out that is really negative for the euro or really positive for the US dollar. Let's just make one up in a scenario where we're not thinking about US rate hikes. And then suddenly a central banker comes out and says, we're going to raise US interest rates at the next meeting. People are going to get more return on the dollar. So they buy the dollar, the dollar goes lower, you know. Chances are I might not even be quick enough to react to it as a day trader, but maybe I hold trades for a longer period. Um, and therefore, I would want to come out. The fundamental reason for this market to go higher is now absolute. I have no reason to stay in this trade. Number three, it could be that a correlated market suggests a change of direction for the market that I'm in. It might be you trade the NASDAQ. But the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones are moving moving lower quite aggressively. You know, those three markets have got a high uh, degree of correlation. So chances are they're going to move the same direction. Same with anything related to the dollar. It might be that you're long the pound against the dollar, but euro dollars moving lower, Aussie dollars moving lower or dollar yens moving higher. It might be they've broken some key levels. And it's the right thing for you to do. Now, with this one, it's something that over time I've reviewed against my trade journal and it's proven to be the right thing. If there's been a big technical break in other correlated markets and I've got time to get out, I will. Now, the fourth one here is really for day traders only. Uh, if it's the end of, the, of the, the trading day or week, I don't really want to hold that trade overnight. It wasn't in my original plan. So therefore, I'm going to get out. The important thing about this particular part of this episode under management is that you're consistent with it. You review it as well, which we'll talk about in a moment, but you really stick to your rules. Um, the, the reviewing part, I really, and I stress this a lot about the importance of using a trade journal. It can help so, so much. You, you just find out so much about your trading style, what you're good at, what you're bad at. And let's just talk about an individual trade. Let's say it uh, was one that you got in this morning. Review it at the end of the day. Review it while you're in it or review as soon as it's finished because you ask yourself, well, how did the trade go? What was good? What was bad? How could I improve? How did I feel in the trade? And also what happened after I got out of the trade? Did I stick to my rules. And if you didn't, why didn't you? And once you have one, two, three months worth of data, you can really start to see what you're good at, what you're bad at, the right time of the day for you, the strategy that works best for you, the product that you trade the best. But what happens after you get out the trade? Do you get out the trade too early or too late? All of this information is invaluable, but it's important to, that the reviewing is part of your trade process. And you just go round and round and round every single time. And it also might be after you get to the point of reviewing your trade, you also say, well, I'm not going to get in a new trade for a certain amount of time. Because psychologically, for some people, after they win a trade, they feel they've got a bit of free money. They're going to get in again without following their process, or they've just lost the trade and they think, I need to make that back. Both times you're closing your eyes, you're blindfolded and you're throwing darts at a dartboard. It might be you do hit the bullseye or the treble 20, but it's incredibly unlikely. And that can then lead to that sort of false sense of hope going forward. We've got to be structured. We've got to have a plan in place to really succeed in this game. Now, let's just summarize everything we've gone through. You know, a trading process is essential for these day traders, for aspiring day traders, because it promotes consistency. 
which is what we're aiming for. It helps us manage risk. We're deciding where we enter, where we exit, where we're wrong, where we're right, how much we're risking, because we're following that plan over and over again. It helps provide a decision-making framework and allows for adaptability. Bit of a tongue twister there for me, that one. These are things that can really help and also really enables performance evaluation. By having this routine, this process, this strategy can help us to get to our end goal a lot quicker. Now, for new traders, it might be a little bit of a struggle early on. That's where the demo account is useful to build up um, a database that you can go off of your trades. But the ultimate um, benefit, really, of a trading process is by following a well-defined process. Day traders can increase their chances of success, as we mentioned, in a highly competitive and volatile world of day trading. I hope you found this useful. Uh, we'll be back, of course, soon for another episode. Uh, this one is obviously more evergreen rather than focusing on an individual trading event. So feel free to watch this back whenever. Let me know in the comments if you uh, want an, uh, a specific one, on, if you're watching along on YouTube or if you're on the podcast, send me a message, LinkedIn or Twitter. More than happy to help out where I can. Until next time, trade safely. You have been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.